This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. I love talking to people in business, money people, people who are experienced, because from the moment both of our guests sat down, it has been a conversation. So let's bring it on to the air. Welcome to Money Monday. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. We're talking about the importance of building and maintaining good networks in business. And it's crucial for a variety of reasons. First of all, it can facilitate opportunities for collaboration, for partnerships, for new business ventures, enabling companies to access a broader range of resources and expertise. Another reason is that strong networks foster trust and credibility, which are vital for attracting clients, investors, and talented professionals. These networks provide valuable insights, industry knowledge, and market trends as well, empowering businesses to make informed decisions and stay ahead of the competition. So in this conversation, we speak to business owners who will share insights from their own experience in building relationships and how they maintain these. From Chaya Mashabela Attorneys, founder Tumelo Mashabela is in studio with us. Tumelo, it's good to see you. Thank you. Thank you, Fabi. And Lumi Dakati Racing founder, Spiwe Tom, back in studio with us again. Welcome back. Thank you, Papi, for having me. But uh, I'm wearing the Nzalo Holdings hat now. I see. Okay, brilliant. Which is which is also very interesting because I'm certain one business feeds into another or, you know, does a lot in that space. Okay, wonderful. Well, welcome to you as well. So let's talk a little bit about what networking is and what networking isn't. Dumelo? Okay, thanks, uh, Pavi. So I was thinking about that question. <laughs> and then, um, so for me, networking is, it's about trying to find, um, you know, um, a synergy within an environment that you operate in. And I always say that networking, it's about um, having, uh, trying to find an opportunity to, um, you know, to find uh, you. So basically, when you network, you will try to get to know more about the person that you are interested in. Mm. So I always say that, you know, when you when you go on to a networking event, you need to know the people that you're going to, uh, 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 to or the person that you intend to meet with. And you also need to do your own research. You need to know more about Pavi. You need to know about the business. You need to also try to find the gaps within that particular business. And if you do that, when you meet that particular person, you're actually going to have a much better conversation Mm. because you're going to be able to see how you can add value into that person's uh, businesses. So for me, networking is not really about going to a lot of events and just dishing out uh, business cards and with no intention of forming um, uh, meaningful relations. It needs to be intentional. You need to know why, who are you going to meet. And when you, go to, when you mm. meet that particular person, it needs to be about the value that you can, you can add to that particular person. You already know what you want. I already know what I want from Bobby. So what is important is what value am I going to add to Bobby when I meet her? So it's 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 about um, creating meaningful, uh, making connections, obviously, uh, but creating meaningful relations. 
I know I see a lot of people going to events and talking to everybody yeah. and, and, and dishing out cards. But at the end of the day or when they leave, they can't even recall the people that they were talking to or they, even tomorrow. They can't even, you know, make up or try to um, go back to those particular people. However, mm. if you are intentional, you will plan ahead and make sure that you meet the right person because you want to get something from that particular person. Spirit, in your view? Um, I agree with her. Um, for me, it's a intentionally building relationships with your various stakeholders. So, I mean, the transport industry, um, we transport dangerous goods. And they, my stakeholders would include my customers, mm-hmm. industry bodies, and um, maybe a legislator. And, and if I need to network, for me, I need to know what that person can unlock for me. And in return, like my colleague has just said, why would they want to have that interaction with me? And that's the relationship, what you can unlock, what I can unlock for you as a stakeholder in, or as that particular stakeholder. But what I'm hearing, which I think you know, more and more becomes part of the intentionality in networking, but what I'm hearing is what problem you can solve for the other what do you offer to the other and i think sometimes we approach these events thinking of what we can get from the other so how do we then broach a conversation um and almost pitch our idea or the solution we have in those initial seconds or is it hi how are you the canapes are nice and then how do you do it but like I think, like I'm saying, uh, for me, I always try to find out more about the people, whoever I'm going to meet. For example, if I'm going to um, whatever event, I need to, and there's a particular person from a particular organization, I need to know more about them. I need to know more about their business. And so you go in armed with your research? Yes, I do. And you just approach them? No, I do. No, obviously, <laughs> I, I wouldn't come. I wouldn't start, you know, at high level and start, you know, asking, uh, talking about business. Yeah. So obviously, you'll introduce yourself. However, I think what is key for me is, and the person will 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 be thankful in that you actually made an effort and you understand what is it that they do. Mm. But what is important is that to identify whatever gap. And 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 I always say, if a, if you approach a person with the gap that you've you've identified within their business, you know, I think you they they will listen to you to say. You know, this person took an effort to actually try to find out what is it that we do. And they're trying to see how they can add value. So for me, the adding of value is very important because if you just go and, um, you know, you start talking about, um, you know, having a small talks at the end. And I've been in that situation at one point. Sure. I, <laughs> and um, but I was I was not prepared and I was within, a, you know, a network of somebody very powerful uh, uh, somewhere in in out of the country yeah. but because i was not prepared i couldn't grasp that opportunity, opportunity. I, I couldn't ask even correct questions but i like what you're saying it's not about it, having that high level conversation even in that moment so what are the 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 ways to ensure that then after is it about then following up making sure that you set up with i mean you are very important business people your assistants uh, to have a further conversation yeah, for example, um, like I'm saying, if I feel that we have made a bit of connection and we end up maybe exchanging contact details, and but we did at least start uh, at least touch 
on a particular subject matter. For example, I'm I'm in the field of IP. I yes. always say, um, let's say I've seen that you know you you are in this business, and I can see that you know your brand is growing. But um, I, I wonder if you have even considered filing a patent um, or a trademark yes. for for your IP. And if the person is interested, then indeed subsequent to that, we will try to set up a meeting. But um, we should have at least started talking a little bit, and he should have I at see. least seen what um, what value can I bring into into the business. So, Spiro, let me bring you in here. I mean, h- how far have strong networks contributed to the success of your business? Maybe take us back on networks that you've established before launching, um, and that you're still harnessing the power of to this day. Okay, um, so for me, similar, but. Um, the the connection is always context dependent. Yeah. I take long. Um, so if I go to an event and I run into a person that's um, that's a network, it, for me it's always future network, not now. Um, I've been in situations where I've met people who are an important stakeholder, and I think this is not the right time to bombard them with what I want. So minds are minds take long. I mean, guys, I. I do anything with. I've known them for years and years. Um, so, when one stakeholder that comes into mind are the guys that manufacture the equipment for us, so we transport dangerous goods. Um, practical things like the lead time is over ninety days. So, if you need to respond to 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 business that you need to demonstrate that you've got equipment, I know I can go to those guys and within thirty days. I've got the equipment. Okay. And I mean, other people will go through the hurdle of a, you, 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 you need to demonstrate that you're able to operate the equipment. Also, you've got funding. I go through those hurdles easy mm. with that particular stakeholder because we've got a relationship that we've had, I think, since 2012. So that's the importance then of, of having people within your network who can, as you said earlier, unlock certain elements of how things work. Strategies that you've used to build and expand your professional network. So from that initial point, Tumelo, maybe talk to us about strategically what next. Okay, so for, for us within the firm, some of the strategies that we've that you know has worked for me is um, you know being visible in teaching and training platforms, mm. and for me it's it's a gateway or it's an entry for new clients. For example, if I find myself, I mean, I normally teach with at a World Intellectual Property Office in collaboration with uh, DTI and DSI. So in, whenever I'm in those uh, platforms. Um, I find that the people that I teach at some point, they become, they have uh, different positions and they are able to come and, and, and become our network and bring a business to us. So teaching platforms, I normally use them. And I, I also am a moderator for you know, various courses. So I use those kind of platforms. But another platform, a networking platform that I use is we do quite a lot of work with um, incubators. Um, we work with your IDZ in East London, um, MKI in KZN, mm-hmm. Innovation Hub. And when we work, because at the moment the client is KZ, it's IDZ, MKI and, 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 and Innovation, Innovation Hub. Hub. However, we are assisting them in supporting the small businesses. So at some point, these businesses then end up when they grow out of incubation period, they end up coming and becoming part of our network and becoming our 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 clients. 
Um, another way, another um, um, you know, uh, networking or strategy that we we also use is is um, is things like being part of some our professional organizations, and um, it is very important. And in, when you are part of those professional organizations, to also you know to also be. Um, you know, be visible, yeah. but also, for example, in our organization, I'm I'm also a moderator of one of our board exams. But it's it's like when you do that, even your your colleagues within the profession, they get to know about you, and they will be able to also uh, make referrals, and you grow your network. So there are various ways that you can you know you can actually grow grow your your uh, grow your or, or various strategies that you can use in growing your your network those are some incredible examples spirit you want to share some of yours okay um so for me it would depend at the level at which i need to network so um you might find people at administration level um, in an organization and whoever i've interacted with um, i would always exchange numbers and you're able to call on them when you need them to unlock something for you. Um, she mentioned industry bodies. Mm. Industry bodies, you will find what's upcoming in legislation. You'll find um, you'll find new customers and you'll find other business opportunities. Um, of late, I'm always at a business school. Um, I think since 2021, when I um, when I stopped formal employment, and and also, what do you people, mean at business school? Now I study. Oh, I see. All yeah. right. So I'd, I'd always study something at a business school. Right. Ooh, you'll be surprised at the... Who you'll meet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then um, and, and the other avenue is the people that you want to interact with, you look at what they do socially. I've taken up cycling. You'll be surprised at the people that you bump into while cycling. Hmm. All right. Go ahead, I, yeah, yes, I just of want to add one one strategy that I started employing recently. Um, so as a firm, we find ourselves that we have to file patents or trademarks in other African countries right. or or even um, in European countries or in the US. So what I've did is that I'm I'm for a collaborative um, arrangement. So it's a tit for tat. Okay. So if I bring um, uh, applications in and people wants to file or South Africans wants to file in Zimbabwe or other countries and I use a law firm there then I expect that particular law firm to re- reciprocate and also use us even in, in other European countries that's what I use if the, if I file for, for 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 their clients I also use them so in that way it's more collaborative is that uh, explicit that deal yes yes yeah. So and and I'm very upfront Good. with that. Mm. <laughs> I'm mm. very upfront, and um, I mean I've, I mean as you grow, for example, there was a point where I had to take some of the matters and move them away because I was very clear on this kind of relationship. Right. And if it's not working out and it's business, then we move on. But it's very explicit in in that way. Okay. Um. I I feel like we all just paused when you talked about cycling, and I'm not sure why we all just paused. <laughs> But but let's talk about that because that also becomes a thing that people talk about, right? The golf course being the most kind of famous space that you know you'll meet so-and-so and make business deals on on the golf course. So, you know, that you're saying, Spure, is something that's um, been quite uh, useful for you. Yeah, so you you need to target and you need to know where the person you're targeting is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I had in 2018 a person I was trying to talk to 
and I picked up, they go to a gym next to my house. I started going to that gym <laughs> and we ran into each other. Yeah. So you, you, you need to know what, um, what the person does socially yeah. and it creates that opportunity. The number to dial is zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. Let's talk about it. The importance of building and maintaining good networks in business. I've started out with just the idea of networking and how that starts, the intentionality behind that. Stumelo, our guest, giving us uh, some real good insights. And then, um, you know, Spua talking about also some of the extracurricular activities, perhaps, uh, to try and make those initial connections at, and then how to follow up and create really strong relationships to be able to extend your networks in business. Give us a call. Um, please put your headphones on, Dumelo and Spua as we take some of uh, the callers that have come through on 0861987000. Mzwake, you're on the line. Hello. Hello. You know, how do you draw the line between uh, me being a network and me being a lead, a sales lead for you, you know? And I'll give you an example. I was once at my son's soccer. We were talking about solar and how I want solar. And there's a guy whose friend does solar. And instead of him engaging in why do I want solar, what are your solar problems, already was saying, here's number, he'll call you back. And there was never a chance for the networking to see why am I so distressed about wanting to get solar. So where do you draw the line between a sales pitch and an an actual network where you are able to share information that you can then use tomorrow or that you cannot use even if there's no need for that. Where's the line? Mm, very interesting. Um, Spiro, do you want to take that? Um, so, for me, I didn't hear the, the question correctly, but I'll attempt. Um, they, for me, you must be intentional. Um, a, a sales opportunity is you're dealing with a stakeholder who's a customer. Mm. So, you need to prepare for that engagement and know what you want to pitch. If it was a different person, the engagement is going to be different. Uh, Dumelo, your thoughts? Um, I think for me, I always say networking is, it's its not about selling per se. That is why I kept on talking about the value. Yes. Um, you know, the selling will come subsequent to, to, to having, you know, uh, shed how I'm going to add value or how I'm going to see a value from your side. Um, so, yeah, so I think... I also didn't get the question very clearly, but I think networking for me... He was at an event at his son's school and he was talking, what I imagine quite, um, you know, casually about his desire to have solar. And somebody said to him, my friend sells solar. Here's the number. I've given him your number. He'll call you back. So he'd already done the pitch and so so the lament is you didn't even talk to me or engage with me um but you see that connection yeah yeah and that's what we're talking about that relationship has not been established that is why when i said that you know when i meet you yes i know that you know i want to to uh, to uh, assist you with legal services Mm. but i can't just start and talking about legal services we need to connect the connection is very important so that's interesting even as the customer because i'm thinking but you want solar. So now here's a guy who has solar, but you, you want to be seen as yes. an individual first. Yes, yeah. you, you need to have, we, we, we spoke about being intentional, but being yeah. um, uh, building meaningful relations. And I always say, 
and and you know I'm I always most of our clients we've been uh, they've been part of us since tw- when we started 2016 mm. and it's all because of the relations that we have okay. and I always say I don't want a once off transaction that's not what I'm after I'm after building the relationship mm. and that's that's key for us very interesting any more thoughts on that spirit I think in this case, the caller was the customer mm. and he was looking for someone to fix a problem for him. And that guy said, here is a person to help you. <laughs> so, so it was but the other way around. Felix. It was the other way around. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. So even in sales, it's important to have a connection and relationship first. Sifira? Or not? Yes, if 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 the other party was the seller of the soul, he could have done more. But in this case, it was a friend on be on his behalf who was saying, "Here is a card called so and so." Okay, got you. But if this was um, a person who imported the specific panels or or whatever soldering material that was needed. Perhaps that then could be a networking opportunity. He would have had to sell. Yeah, yeah. it would have been a different story. All right. Um, Ndipiwe, I see you, George. I see you. You can also send in some voice notes on 83 We're talking about the importance of building and maintaining good networks in business. And uh, we continue this conversation after this. Your 2.30 Power Headlines. Speak up. Call the Power Line on 0861-987-000. It is Power Lunch on Power 98.7 and we are in studio with Nzalo Holdings founders, Pua Tom and Chaya Mashabela attorneys, founder, Dumelo Mashabela. And we're talking about the importance of building and maintaining good networks in business. We've kind of gone back to the cycling and golf conversation here because it comes up a lot. Uh, you know, go and find extracurricular activities and it's always golf, golf, golf. I like Pua that you brought up cycling. That's a very important one. But Miller, what were you finding was the, the kind of barrier uh, in terms of that? And what did you find to, to work around it? So for me, in our field, yes, they're talking about golf, that you must join golf. And You're in the five, legal fraternity, yes. yes. <laughs> Everybody's yes. playing golf. golf. And I think for the past, um, you know, more than a decade, <laughs> I've, I've tried, but I, I struggle to understand when will I have a chance to talk to that CEO while he's busy playing golf. Because I understand that, you know, they walk around mm. and they w- walk the entire... But, you know, when do I stop him? Unless... <laughs> there, unless that's it. Unless so. when we... There's, I know, I mean, I, in, in a golf estate, there's a, there's a part where, you know, they get to sit and have drinks. Is that the part where I will talk to him? Yes. <laughs> that's it. I'm, so. I'm looking up what that hole is called. What is it? Whatever that... The 18 yeah, goal. That's yeah. where you go drinking and then you can talk. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's the 19... Yes. Okay. So, so in I think in 2009 I was at SAP. You you just need to be careful of golf because the people you are targeting normally play very well, and you don't want to go there and make yourself look stupid. (laughs) Right. You might end up losing the opportunity. (laughs) Maybe find things that they can do, or or you host a golf day. Yes. Yes. They will always want to come and play if you host a golf day. Fantastic idea. That's a great idea. But if you want to play with them, be careful. (laughs) Let's speak to George and Sasha Guve. Hi, George. Hi, Sanborn. I'm Jan. Spilile wena. 
What's the problem? Mm. Okay, thank you, George. Thank you. And that's a very interesting point. Um, I've written here social media, LinkedIn, those online platforms. platforms and how you can best utilize them. But here's George bringing up something that lots of people feel, that the, the, the writing, it's impersonal, it's through a screen. What do you say, Dumela? Sure. Um, so I do agree with you that, you know, the social media platforms, um, LinkedIn, I know a lot of people might have, you know, issues with LinkedIn, but I've I've made, you know, connections through LinkedIn. And I've also heard people saying, we found you through LinkedIn. Right. That's how we, we came to you. But I also hear uh, Joe's uh, uh, pr- um, point in that having to write might be a problem. Uh, and um, probably another alternative could be to call. But again, these people, probably the CEO of whichever company, it's not easy for you to find um, the contact uh, number of, direct of, line. Of, of that particular sure. person. But um, I would urge George not to give up, honestly, to at least find help. If, for example, uh, about writing, find somebody that they can, can help him. Because like I'm saying, calling might not be easy. And also trying to find an event where the CEO is going to be might also not be possible yes, yeah. because it's not within your circle. Yeah. So if he can find somebody to assist him in, in, in writing that email, writing that request, because honestly, I know some people saying, you know, cold calling, calling, it's not good. But sometimes it does help. It does help. I mean, when I started in my career, I mean, 18 years ago, I just wrote an email to a gentleman, um, Dr. McLean uh, Sibanda because I wanted to change career. And I didn't know him. I just Googled that I was looking for a patent attorney, a black patent attorney, and yes. I found him. Mm. And I wrote him an email, and it was at the right time because mm. he was starting um, a, a project where he's supposed to um, to train black patent attorneys. Wow. So it, and so hence I'm saying, George must not give up. And even sending emails to people, sometimes, you know, one out of 50 might respond. And um, for me, I mean, he responded. And years later, I got to to qualify. So it was the right time. Hamlet is called in. This is the power of talk radio. Hamlet's called in. Hamlet, you want to help George? Yeah, I just just want to help George, you know, to say that, you know, of course, in business, you've got different, you know, types of business. Mm. You know, if George, I mean... um, uh, you know he's got uh, his idea. He believes in it, and then he can make it work. He can make it work. But of course, what is important to understand that if George is in a in a informal, I mean, a market or semi-formal, 
or formalize mainstream business. You know, you got to really know where you are and what is your target audience. And there's always help. And I want to refer, George, that uh, there is um, non-funding services that uh, he can get for marketing and uh, and for construction of business plan that speaks to the strategic direction of his business if he's more on a on a semi or formal business but uh, uh, as, as, as it's cedar it's cedar i think it's uh, under the auspices of the trade and industry department uh, he can get there it's free services they you you give them the concept they put it together they put into a business plan they can do your financial uh, forecasting they can do your marketing plan and it's absolutely free of charge so he can, he can, he can, he can, he can, he can go to the to the offices. I think uh, trading industry in somewhere in Sunnyside in Pretoria. He can Google and find the address. But it's very important to understand that in business, whether you know, because people make business as if it's something difficult to can venture into. But there's a lot of people. I mean, some of us went business not because of we're smart enough or we knew what to do. It's because of like your guests rightfully say that mm. there are people who helped us to be where we are today. Mm. And I think that uh, we must always, at all material times, avail access you know that we have as far as uh, a, a network access to information so that people can also get ahead and uh, and uh, if, if 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 i don't mind papi i mean uh, the way george spoke i mean this is just the voice of many many so many, many South africans I agree. and then and 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 you can give him my number i know a guy that i can refer him directly and uh, he can work with George, and, and, and he has to be serious. You know, he, he's got he, he to mean what he wants to yeah. do, and the help is out there. I love it. We've made a connection right yes. here. Absolutely. George is being called right now. I can see it happening on our interface, and uh, Fano will give Hamlet's number to George. Thank you very much for that offer. So, so you know, even using a CEDA, even using some organization that can assist you, that's part of a network, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. Anything you'd like to add to what George had to say, to Hamlet, to any of the pieces of our conversation so far, Spirit? I think um, George got his help, but what I was going to suggest is he's defined his stakeholder. It's the customer. He wants them to use, um, he wants them to buy his product. Yes. So depending, if it's a big institution, they would have open days, they would have supplier days. So your research includes checking what they are doing and uh, you can go through the procurement process to see when they have open days and then, and, and then you go and participate. But if that doesn't work, uh, big institutions normally advertise their social development initiatives and no one chases away free labor. If you hear that there's a big institution that's painting houses in Soweto, go participate and you'll be surprised at the people that you would bump into and then you make the connection. So is that part of the thinking that sometimes you're going to have to just show up and offer services for free um, because what's, what's coming may be bigger than that? That's yeah. how I got my first job. Tell us about it. So I, I I just walked into Sports Science Institute in Cape Town and they, I landed a job with Mike Lambert and Tim Noakes. Mm. I just asked them if I can volunteer there after graduating because I didn't have a job. Yes. And I did that for a month, month two, they employed me. And so you, you must have done a sterling job, caught their attention. Well, I was at graduate entry level, so yeah. I don't know how okay. good the job was, good but job. <laughs> I got a job at the end of I the I mean, day. I do think that that's very, very important. At some point in a career, that is part of what's going to happen, and we do need to accept that. Ndipiwe is on the line on 0861 987 000. Hi, Ndipiwe. 
How are you, Papi? Very, very well. We've got Spira and Dumelo here. Go ahead. Yes, I think uh, my question uh, is simple, right? Mm. I just want to understand is how do you reconcile some of the associated costs with networking that you may have to um, fork out um, in order to get the network opportunity? A classic example I've seen and must have seen as well, where you are asked to pay 100,000 rand or 10,000 rand to sit to a table next to a minister or a deputy president or even a president or even an MD of a company mm. that you want to work with. But to be in that setup, you could pay a fee to be part of that Galatina. And the question is, how do you know that the investment of 10,000 rand um, is a success or a failure? How do you measure Oh, the signal just uh, went wonky there for a second. But I do know what your second question is. It's about the value of networks. How do you measure or quantify the value of your network? So perhaps you want to start with the first question um, about the the cost of networking. Spiro, how much is that bicycle? Um, The pure sounds like someone I know. I think he's a a cyclist. Ah, there we go. Um, (laughs) so, So for me... I stay away when there's competition. So if I know that we are all targeting Papi, I will not interact at that event. Okay. Um, I might find someone who's gonna help us um, help us connect later. Um, also, I do not politicize my business. So if it's got something to do with politics, I would never go and buy a table and an end. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so for you, that is. I stay away if there's too much competition yeah. to get attention. Also, if it has something to do with politics, I stay away. Tumelo. Um. So I do agree with um, SPWA. I also, um, I wouldn't buy a table. For, uh, you know, politics. Um, I don't get involved. Um, but also with competition. Um, you saw. I once asked this other gentleman. We we have this one international um, event. It happens in out of the country, and I asked this gentleman to say, you know what, I'm looking for you know other events where my other colleagues in <laughs> in South Africa don't go to. And ah. and and he said to me, Tumelo, mm. you need to be careful of that because. Um, you know, your other colleagues have been in the field for years. The chances are there isn't a new event. But what you don't realize is that people are looking for something new. People are looking. Yes, they've dealt with, you know, your mm. other colleagues mm. for years. But don't underestimate the fact that you might be bringing some 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 uh, fresh of 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 air. Mm. So, so within those already established spaces, yes, yes. perhaps you're, you're a breath of fresh air. Exactly. Mm. So he said that just try to find what, what is it that is different. What, how are you differentiating yourself against, you know, your, your, your competitors and go in there. Don't be afraid because other people are already there. That's but fantastic. I also hear where mm. there are other, for example, locally other institutions that I don't even bother mm. where I know that Babi is already there and, uh, you know, Fadu is already there. But I think since that gentleman told me that point, um, I've started looking at it differently to say that people are looking for, for, for something different. They might be tired of, of Babi, but because Tumelo has never come through mm. you know they don't know that there's two male yes so they just stuck with Upabi. Mm. you understand so that is why i i, I wouldn't mind going uh, still going um where there are competitors and with regard to 
you know, how do you, but I wouldn't buy 100,000 tables and sit. I mean, I think we're taking this, the the politics route, because we see that. But, you know, if CEOs' lunches are happening or even these golf days are happening, still no, both of you. Yeah, you can go. I mean, it's part of your marketing budget. So someone should authorize that budget that you go and participate in that golf day. And if you can afford it, why not? Yeah, yeah. Jimelo's going, I, I'm doing I my think, budget in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, look at, I look at, you know, return on What's investment. What's the ROI? Look at, yeah. Yes, yeah. So look at the risk. Um, yeah, I, it, it has to be really worth it. Sure. And I should know that, um, you know, the chances of, of, of getting that particular deal is there. I mean, I've, I've went into a business, you know, one of the biggest businesses in South Africa, you know, without without even an invitation and I got um I sent them an email and um it's just that I was at the I, I got there it was the right timing and I got the deal. But I've never had to or found myself having to buy a table to sit next to There's a something about the way you write emails. I think we need to have an email masterclass <laughs> with you because on two occasions I think, you're describing say, success. I'm very authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm I'm you know my authenticity authenticity yes. is it always comes through and mm. I'm I'm passionate about what I do. Mm. So I don't I don't try I don't try to play games. Uh, this is this is me. This yeah. is our business. So um, What about measuring the value of your network? That's the secondary question that I call ahead. Do you want to start? Um uh, So for me um it's not scientific. Mm. Um, I can't. Uh, I can't put a rent value to it. However, how I structure my networks is: these are the stakeholders that I've got for my business, and if I need to unlock anything, I've got someone on the value chain that can do that for me. So it's about so the that's potential. How I target. Yeah, yeah. That's how I target. So just to add to what what uh, what he's saying, mm. I also can't put can't put an amount. Mm. And I said that most of our anchoring clients or our available clients are clients that have been with us for for years. Mm. And um, I I always I'm very you know conscious is not in not taking advantage of them of the fact that ah they've been with us and you know I no longer service them to the best of our ability. So I always make sure that those clients that I, I have fixed um, um, uh, interactions with them, I have stakeholder engagements where I rekindle the relationships and, and try to make sure that I also get um, feedback from them. Mm. So that's that's how I try to, to show um, that I, I value you know my, my, my current networks. But also what I've seen that my current networks, they also sort of, they, they refer other people to us because of the work that we do mm-hmm. and how we provide the service. So I can't put an amount, honestly, to say that um, this is this is um, the value. The value. But I always say business is costly. So sometimes you might find yourself that you have to spend a bit of money in order for you to mm-hmm. and, and have a marketing budget. One thing that we've done as, as a young firm is that we've uh, made sure that we have somebody internally as in, in uh, to look after our marketing department and mm-hmm. that was intentional and i know a lot of people feel that you know as a young business you know it's not a cost that you should uh, be um you should be uh, uh, including in your in your business but we were intentional ab- about that and we thought and we saw it as a very important 
aspect in 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 ensuring that we grow and expand our 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 network while i continue to maintain the current yeah. uh, relations then the marketing person can uh, handle um, and you were talking about the importance of maintaining those relationships you want to tell us a little bit of what you were saying off air about maintaining relationships even with clients Oh um, yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like I was saying, I think for us, and I'm, I'm still saying that you know our clients have been with us for quite some time, and having relationships is very important. And I always say that's how we differentiate our firm or our services from mm. other services. In that we are not looking for one-off transi- uh, transaction. That's not what we do. We we make sure that when we when we have you as a client. We, um, you know, we transfer knowledge, but we build relationships. We want you to come back. And that's the reason why most of our clients have still, are still uh, with us. But also another important thing is that we improve as, as, as a company. We, we try to diversify. We try to look for new trends. So we don't want our clients to sort of, um, you know, s- start being bored with yeah. us. I mean, I always say this AI. I need to know what's the impact of AI within our business so that I can advise our current clients. So having and building those and maintaining those relationships, like I'm saying, those stakeholder engagements and getting feedback from those uh, clients, it's very important. And even if the feedback is not positive, we try to improve to make sure that we maintain or, or, or those clients uh, remain our, uh, within our books. The number to dial is zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. We're talking about the importance of maintaining good networks in business. And uh, we know so far, as we've spoken to business owners who've shared their insights from their experience in building relationships and how they maintain these, it is crucial for a variety of reasons to maintain good networks. You can call us or you can send us a WhatsApp voice note on zero eight three. Three zero three seven zero nine three. You know, a lot of what happens in business, um, you know, they're great stories, they're great, uh, you know, anecdotes that come up. So I wonder if you can share a story where your network played a vital role in overcoming a business obstacle or in achieving a significant milestone. Sapiwe? Um, I've got many examples. Eh? Mm. Um. So, when I started the business um, in 2018, um, I got some funding, and uh, I needed a couple of hundreds of thousands mm. to add to the funding that I had, so I can go and buy vehicles. And uh, I reached out to a network from university, the guy I met in 1998. Oh wow. Um, um, he was already operating his own business and he was able to assist me with funding to kick off the venture. Mm. Um, also, um, I mean, I, there's, a, there's also another company called Latita that's ran by another close friend of mine, Tami. And they, I mean, we, we reach out to them. Um, business is tough. And uh, sometimes we need people to rescue us. And the bank is not as responsive as as a network. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, those are people that uh, when we are in distress have assisted us. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. Dimelo? So for me, <coughs> sorry, for me, um, I had a, a network that 
because of that network, I got an opportunity to do some work in the UAE. And for me, that was a significant milestone because it was just a year after I've started my business. Amazing. So the company in the UAE, they wanted somebody to come and develop an IP management strategy and a policy and, you know, take them through all the you know issues of IP and through this network. And this network, um, just that I can't mention the network, this sure, network, sure. it was because of the work I've done with them. So I always say my work normally speaks or follows me, mm. you know, the work that I've I've produced for them. Um and but he you know, and they were just um somewhere in wherever and somebody was looking for uh, those kind of services and then he said, you know, try this lady and at that time, honestly I don't think anybody could have given us an opportunity. We only just started and um and yeah, I managed to to um to work on the project and, and it was a success. So very powerful, powerful stories there about a network. Um, I've got a question here that says, is there such a thing as a sisterhood within business and how have you benefited from it? Okay, so I think there is. And the reason why I'm saying that I'm part of a, no, I'm part of a, um, why are you surprised? I don't know why. I don't, you know, I can't control my face. I wasn't even making a face, Ostumelo. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. So yes, there is. Okay, no, but I think it is. And and and, but I, I haven't benefited. And that is what I'm saying. I think it is. Okay. And I'm part of a, a book club. I'm empowered um, women, female book club. Sure. And what I've seen within that uh, WhatsApp group, it's it's quite a lot of us. I've seen a lot of ladies, you know, um, assisting each other and referring each other, and you know, cross selling and all that. But okay. I think in my within my expertise, there isn't. I, I haven't seen such a platform that is you know gender specific that um, you know I could benefit from 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 it. So. Yes, so I haven't seen it, okay. but I've seen it. Maybe it depends on the business and the services that you are providing. Uh-huh. But I think on the, within this book club, honestly, I've seen a lot of ladies really um, 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 doing business uh, with each other and supporting each other. But I haven't seen it okay. in my no, fair, normal fair business. <laughs> and I think that that's, that's a very honest uh, view. Uh, there's obviously some sort of brotherhood that yes, exists. Yes, brotherhood, right? I think, yeah. yes. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe for sisterhood, maybe we're still coming. <laughs> maybe because it's not a lot of us who owns our own thing. businesses. This is the thing. Um, you understand? So maybe it is. Um, we'll get them. But for me, I know that. I mean, even within my team, it's 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 a lot of females. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very passionate about uh, empowerment of females. Um, so yeah, but I do think it's it. coming. I think we're mm. at the stage now where we're all looking out for for each other as black people. Mm. We want a black service provider, a, a black yes. that's top of mind. And then if we can get black female as a black female, I know that that's then the yes. next best that I, I look for. I, to add to that, I mm. that makes me feel, I feel so good. For yeah. example, we have, I mean, a law firm that work in, the Cape, in Cape Town or we got it, this lady who was doing our branding. And if, you know, one of my colleagues says, it's a, it's a black female, you, yeah. should, you should see my yes. smile. Yeah. <laughs> So I yeah. love it when, but yeah, but I haven't really I experienced it. Yes, we are getting there. Absolutely. Yeah. The last nugget that you want to share with us, Pire, um, in the line of work that you're in, um, that maybe, you know, with all of your studies will go across all business. 
to really think about the maintenance of good relationships with your networks and how that can help you? So for me, in terms of maintenance, um, the first thing is I, I do not abuse my networks. Mm. So I don't call upon them when unless I'm absolutely stuck and they, when they assist, I acknowledge them. And then the second one is when it's my turn to deliver on something, I go out of my way. Mm. And if there is no event or thing to be sorted, I keep the relationship light. Mm. So I try and interact with them and not get into work, not get into this is what I need, this is maybe what you need. So, so for me, it's those things. Yeah, I think that's so important. Don't abuse the relationship, reciprocate within the relationship, and also maintain the personhood of the relationship. Thank you. That's very good advice. Do you know? No, I just wanted to add to what, what he's saying, mm. which was profound, that when it's your turn, yeah. don't mind even, even if you do it for free. So sometimes you need to, you know, to do it for free. Don't expect that, you know, now I'm, I'm calculating that he's going to return this particular, um, um, you know, favor. So that's also what I do. I always, you know, do my best and go all the way to make sure that um, if it's my turn, I, I, I provide whatever favor that is required at that time. Hence, it's difficult to measure the value yeah. of a network. It's it's uh, invaluable, isn't it? It's beyond a, a, a numerical value. And that's what makes the network so profound and so strong and so good. Chaya Mashabela, attorney's founder. Dumelo Mashabela, thank you for being here this afternoon. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks. And Nzalo Holdings founder, Spira Tom, thank you for being here this afternoon. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.